0: Guess what? We're back with Under the Canopy, and we have a very
1: special guest today. Raquel. It's Raquel. Oh,
2: I thought you were going to say John.
1: I was going to say John, but... Uh, this is my first one. This is John's first oh, episode. I know. We've been doing it so long.
0: It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you are a somehow a listener of the podcast, but don't know who John is, which would be pretty odd, but... John, of course, is our CEO here at Web Canopy Studio. The big cheese, the big, the biggest cheese we have. (laughs) There's some other cheese around the office. It's getting pretty good, but not quite as big as your cheese.
2: Smaller cheese.
0: Thank you. I think. (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) All right. Yeah. yeah. All right.
1: Uh, Let's talk about something fun, Larry.
0: Totally. So I think before we get into some marketing stuff, you told me you you had quite an accomplishment you hit over the
1: weekend. I did. Uh, yeah. Talk about that, please. Raquel, you'll be pleased to know, too. So I think um, my wife and I finished watching The Office again for like the 18th time now. <gasps> yeah.
2: You guys, <laughs> did you celebrate?
1: We did. We we're going to start it over again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we did it.
1: Pilot. <laughs> what I want to know is,
2: are you going to scrum it this time and do it faster?
1: Oh my gosh, we
0: should try uh, that. You take the odd seasons, I'll take the even seasons, and we'll compare notes. <laughs> Debrief
2: in between.
1: Yeah. No, I, I. It feels good to like finish a season because we're kind of sticklers. Like we don't want to watch something else until you finish it. Like yeah, I hate having like uh, you're watching a like five different things. A completist, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it is. do. Mm-hmm. So now we're like, what are we going to do? What we, are we follow do through it on
2: the office so many times.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Old Faithful, though. Like, I don't want to pick something.
0: Do you want to pick something? No, I'm just gonna. Put Let's the just go back on. to the office. Yeah,
1: it's and it's gonna go away. Netflix said they're taking it down. Next I year. saw. All right, it. Mm, we'll see about. Can that. you do that? I don't.
2: They've done that. They used to have Thirty Rock, and they took Thirty Rock. off. I think
1: it was. Oh my BC, god,
0: that used to be like my favorite show, though.
2: I know. Well, that's why I still have to. Find I have Hulu, like just, just for the, that. Uh, the Pontiac Aztec. <laughs>
1: your favorite
0: car Oh my <laughs> God. Did you know I used to have a Pontiac Aztec? You did Hilarious. It was a
2: Did you camp in it?
0: I didn't. I had the tailgate edition so the the center console was a cooler. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That that's like that's thing. why it's so Fancy. funny when Jack Donaghy on this episode, they're oh, trying to yes, make I a microwave, yeah. and then they stay up all night and they, you know, adding and taking <laughs> away features, and then they just show this spinning <laughs> illustration, and he just goes, "We've invented the Pontiac." <laughs> in <a stick."> <laughs> <laughs> and they just show this drawing of basically uh-huh. a Pontiac. Aspect. This is
1: kind of an inside joke because we had a um, a parking situation the other day in our parking lot. We have a. We have very tight quarters in our parking lot at our office, and mm-hmm. we only have two reserved spots, and we just had the National Cherry Festival in town, and so- Lots of traffic in town. Lots of traffic, These and spots lots of, are coveted. They are coveted, and I am so mean about it. I drove by on the weekend like four times just to see no, if people didn't. were parking in our lot. <laughs> I'm going to get these jerks. <laughs> yeah, I was not having it, and surprisingly, only one other time, like at Friday, but we had a car. It was a Pontiac. Gross. Classic, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Parked in our there in goes our, our sponsorship spots. from Pontiac. <laughs> I know it's not coming back. I used to drive a Pontiac. All right, it a Pontiac Vi- Club it a vibe over vibe? here. It was not vibe? a vibe. <laughs> it was a Sunfire, Ooh. the most girlish car. That my wife used it? to have one of those. <laughs> <I
0: know. laughs> Tight quarters in that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So wait, uh back on that. Are the are spots not technically open in the in the weekends or? Our spots?
1: Yeah. It's no just way,
0: dude. They're 24-7. 24-7. I love that. Yeah. So uh, you guys heard it here first. You will get towed. You will get towed <laughs> if Do you not. park Mm-mm. in web canopies. Don't
1: Parking even spot. joke about it. <laughs> but if well, we invite cool. you here, that won't happen. No. Oh, yes. Please, please. You yeah. can park wherever you want. I almost towed the interns because I saw an intern park in there <laughs> and I was like, you son of a bitch. And then it was always the intern. Oh, (laughs) it's the worst when people pull in right in front of you. It's like they're just throwing your cigarette butt on your feet. You know?
2: Excuse you. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Well,
0: that was cool. (laughs) Good talk. Yeah. Oh, I think we have a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. Uh, Yeah. We're kind of into like the realm of website design and SEO. Um, you know, this was kind of a spontaneous podcast because we were just talking about all these great ideas.
1: And we're like, we need to be recording this, right? Like, I think it's worth noting it. that the three of us have had the most conversations in the office that we end up like going around and around for like 30 minutes (laughs) and we'll be like oh my god that was such a good conversation did anybody write any of that down (laughs) No,
0: (laughs) No, that happens way too much
1: (laughs) this is actually a
2: really great solution for us because none of us are note takers by nature so Mm -hmm. if we just record it
1: we should just record our conversations That's perfect
2: every
0: meeting is in here for now All right, so we pulled the internet to try to find some, some relevant questions on the subject. So are you guys ready? I'm going to throw you through the gauntlet here. I'm ready.
2: I'm ready. All right,
0: so the first one is, what are some critical myths about SEO website design that every brand should know? Okay, so are you saying
1: things that people are doing wrong with
0: SEO? I think so, or just... Things that have been so in the zeitgeist, like, oh, I should be doing this because that's just the way it is. Nice like, vocab. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you say that every time I say zeitgeist. That's the only smart word I know. Oh, my God. I've
1: never said it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to start saying it now incorrectly. Pass me that there zeitgeist.
2: Is, there is a spooky, a
0: spooky zeitgeist.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see that zeitgeist parked on our spot? <laughs> okay so yes. things
0: are doing wrong with seo yeah okay so, or yeah or common misconceptions might be an easier way to look yeah, at it for i sure. think yeah
1: okay so i'll start with one so um i think there was a lot of uh a lot of um uh, misinformation is that the right word yeah. not good information um going around about seo a long time ago first off it's like such a dirty term today SEO yeah it's like a gross thing because so many people have done like sleazy SEO and you just feel like you need to take a shower yeah if <laughs> you talk to someone who's doing SEO like and then people use it as a like it's a job like I'm an SEO whoa you know and that's really nasty too
2: I have people ask all the time if if we do SEO yeah like because it's yeah. like a singular separate thing not attached to anything else well I don't know we want to do something with our website so we're thinking about doing some SEO
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, we just, maybe we'll hire you guys for SEO. Oh, we, yeah. we don't want SEO. We want you guys to just do everything else. Yeah. Okay. I think people
0: just think that's a magic word for, oh, I think, uh, can you just make a bunch of people be on our website all the time?
2: Pretty yeah, much. exactly. Yeah.
1: Larry, what is SEO? Um, Santa Elf. Wrong. It's oh, search yeah. engine optimization. <laughs> and for those of you that don't know, it is about how to rank organically on the internet so that you can just appear whenever someone searches for something relevant. And I think one of the, the big misconceptions is about, um, that you have to have, so obviously there's a lot of things that play into search engine optimization, a lot of things about how do you rank for different things. I think one of the biggest misconceptions is about producing an immense amount of content, um, over, over quality. And back in the day, I think that was probably back in the day, like three years ago, that was probably really important that you just produced tons and tons and tons of content, so many pages. Um, And it it still is important. You have to have a lot of content. But I think that really good quality pieces of content that you spend the time making look good and work well is far more superior than just having 50 blog posts that are 200 words long. Mm. What about you?
2: Yeah. Agreed. I remember even longer than a few years ago, it was all about uh, like we used an inside term at another agency. (laughs) I know. We had a term that we referred to not so affectionately as the wall of copy because to get people to rank where they wanted to rank maybe eight years ago there was a little something more to okay we need to write a lot and everybody thought we need to write a lot so you'd have this section of the website that has now morphed into a much more reasonable system of pillar pages and topic clusters but it used to be this just content just really all text scrolling and who Huge even wants page. to read that yeah. and obviously the algorithms change because it turns out nobody wants to read that mm-hmm. all that um yeah but it's it's not about just having tons and tons and tons about one thing you have to be answering more questions you know because yeah. you could write a ton and maybe answer one thing but you're going to be rewarded more in your search position if you're answering more questions that people are asking about your topic.
0: I wanna jump in with something I literally just read and it was in the relation of adding a a video to your blog, but I think it's the same idea of having good content because Google might be looking at all those words and everything for ranking, but I think it's also looking at how long people are staying on and Mm -hmm. how quick they're leaving. Mm -hmm. So if you are giving good content and it sees every time someone enters this site, they're hanging out here a while and they're actually clicking around or find th- that's telling Google they found their answer. Yeah. If they didn't. We are just yeah. talking about like think we of just all the, yeah.
1: all the weird data that Google collects on you. So if you do a Google search and you click a page and then press back right away and Google's like they came back like two seconds later. So do, do they penalize those kind of searches if that happens all the time versus somebody who does a Google search. They go to a site. They sit on that web page for six minutes and then they come back to Google. Like, mm. where is that weight being applied? It, not to mention... It has to be. It just has oh, yeah. to be the way Absolutely. it works. I mean, yeah. like,
0: I, I hate having, like, even when you're talking to clients, like, explaining how Google works because technically no one knows. Like, there's, like, a, a writing that says we give the best results to the people. I don't know. You can look it up. It's yeah. interesting. But you have theory, you know? Like, it might not be
1: written, this is what you do to rank, but the is Mr. Work. Google knows. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Mr. Mister- Mr. and mrs google know
1: they do what's another myth Do you got any others
2: um that you just have to have tons of links
0: mm-hmm. okay yes yeah. I, like I was that. gonna say yeah like backlinks like mm-hmm. I, I was never a, in that realm but i have heard about it SEO. <laughs> <laughs> i was yeah. not an seo you we're in
2: the thick of the conversation <laughs> around white hat and black hat seo oh I don't Ugh, makes no me cringe. <laughs> no. I was black hat SEO. Black hat. I only know so Dirty, authentic yeah. inbound <laughs> marketing.
1: You are Larry. He's
0: I'm a yes, clean little
2: it.
1: angel. Larry wants a bonus.
2: <laughs> yes, please. <but he's laughs> Larry <laughs> wants a bonus. He's an SEO angel. Double my
0: LaCroix in the fridge, and I'll okay. be happy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we'll get new flavors. Yeah, I think another one is about um, plugins on like WordPress that you have to use a plugin to rank. For different things. I hate those, like the all in one yeah. plug-in. And people are like, oh, we use the all in one plugin. We're safe. <laughs> we must be good to go. <laughs> I feel like with
2: SEO, it's similar to any any area of digital marketing we could talk about, really, because the evolution of them all kind of went through this weird spammy time. Mm-hmm. So Larry's talking about, you know, clean, good Halo and good, wholesome marketing. Yeah. But I mean, there's always, that's why the the black hat SEO just sounds so like, ew, weird, like why would you do that? But there were people who thought, well, it's the same way people, you know, buy followers on Instagram or something. Well, if I have a lot of followers, that helps. But does it? They're not engaging with you. That works against you. Same thing with SEO. So having It's a good
0: comparison. I think you're right on there. mm -hmm.
2: I feel like it's the the equivalent of social right now. But obviously people are figuring that out too. Now you finally see uh, people like giving that up a little bit. It's not as bad as it used to be. Fun,
1: fun story. We used to work with, uh, uh, well, we used to work in rural Indiana all the time. That was like where we started our business and we were doing just WordPress websites and I'd bring clients on for, you know, small restaurant websites or they're, you know, have a new store or something like that. And there's just one account, I won't mention any names, but there's one account that I was really hoping we would win and we didn't. And another account, another company in town, my, my big arch rivals, won the account. And I was so upset about it. And then I started to just kind of follow and see what they were doing. And I noticed that they started getting more and more Facebook likes on their page. I was like, oh, man, awesome. And they're doing something right. And so I'd click on it. And, like, this is rural Indiana. And all the likes were all, like, Arabic names. <laughs> like, these people do not live in small town rural Indiana. I'm sorry. No, nope. like a so Bangladesh just, click yes, farm yes, or whatever. They're, <laughs> they're
2: farming likes for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Side story. Yeah. Anyway. I just wish people would stop doing that. Nothing against Arabic names. No, but it yeah. still surprises me that farming likes and links and all that stuff the is still, still even a thing.
1: Yeah. You used to be able to buy I them on Fiverr. Like 500 no, really? likes on Fiverr. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. great. <laughs>
2: well, now people still do this social clustering thing you know, where they like band together with a group of people and sort of agree to engage at a certain level with each other. Ooh. Mm-hmm.
1: Ooh, it sounds kind of sleazy. That sounds mm-hmm. like right back to where we started. Yeah. yeah. I know, yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah.
2: socialist and even SEO, which, but it is uh, probably worth noting that.
1: Same game, different name. Same game, different name. Mm-hmm. I just came up with that trademark. Okay. <laughs> you heard
0: it here first. <laughs> next. Cut yeah, print. I'm going to move on to the next question <laughs> if you guys are ready. Let's yeah. do it. Cool. Let's do it. Um. So this one is why do, you <laughs> why do we do the things we do? <laughs> um. What are some examples of why a brand might be overpaying for their SEO
1: company? Okay. So we uh, We kind of already talked about this. That like paying for SEO mm-hmm. is kind of a joke. It's kind of a jokey thing because at the end of the day, you're just you're you're trying to rank for more stuff. Like you just want to appear at the top of a search engine and a lot of the times like these seo companies all they're doing is building some kind of like well it's black hat seo Mm -hmm. they're building like a private blog network so they're they're building up credibility on sites that they might own or they they partner with to be a member of and they'll guarantee results because backlinks are a big sign of a good ranking website is it's okay if other people are sharing links to that site it must be a good website because the source is good and so they build these private blog networks, and they're basically just faking it. It's you're all you're doing is faking it to get up there. And that SEO company isn't doing anything over the time. So they w- they will spend the first two weeks getting your stuff set up, getting your website ranked, and then they won't touch your website again. And you're paying monthly for that. And as soon as you quit paying, you usually lose all the results because they're just going to go and delete all those links
2: (laughs) which that's i mean it's not even authentic anyway so at the end of the day it doesn't even help you it's this quick no like yeah there you are you're toward the top oh bye
1: what should you be
0: doing differently or yeah how do you avoid that like i wouldn't have known that like well thank you
1: for coming to me and asking me for real
0: like if (laughs) i'm like a a business just starting like let's go back to like the coffee shop rent reference and you're, mm-hmm. you've only been a local coffee shop and you're finally getting online and you read oh i should be seoing and <laughs> um you go to one of these people because they're the first result because they've hacked their way to the top or whatever and you go to that how do you avoid that like how do you know better is there anything you can think
1: of what you got raquel
2: <laughs> how do you know better so you're saying if like, i'm a new yeah. business and i'm looking for seo help so already there's a little irony in Googling for SEO. Help. I know. I, I, I caught that as I was <laughs> I mean, it's a little tricky when you're not familiar with it because I could do a search right now and see, OK, I know that if it's something published from SEO, like for are well, Moz, I was going to say SEO Moz, but something from Moz or Search Engine Land or some of the yeah. the places that are legit. And then if you I mean, this is just a random small tip, but if you look at the URL and it's got like some weird name and a ton of characters, it's probably not legit. It. so you want to look for information that's coming out of a real dot-com resource mm-hmm. and look at their website i mean that sounds really simple but that would be the first thing because you can usually tell just from a cursory glance of those results who's got this weird i'm trying to think of um what kinds of things do you see in those urls but just lots and lots of characters because when they do those crazy Blog networks they usually have these long names, yeah, and they've they got work. a ton of tracking in them, and- yeah I th- uh. and
1: I think people that are I think people that are that are telling you they're going to do SEO for you is probably a big red flag.
2: yeah, and anyone who's guaranteeing any kind of result yeah, and especially in a particular amount of time mm-hmm. is a huge red flag because SEO, like anything else. To do it well, it is going to take a little bit of time. Now, if you haven't really been doing anything and you overhaul your website and start doing a good job, you will see something of a spike, of course. But if you haven't really been on a results page, you're not going to get there in a couple weeks. Mm -hmm.
1: At the end of the day, I think people realistically, when someone is looking for SEO or they want to do some kind of SEO for their website... They're really just interested in, in leads and customers. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all it is at the end of the right. day. Right. SEO does not solve that for you. It is an avenue for lead generation, but so is uh, a really good blog strategy and social strategy and, heck, public speaking. I mean, there's so many different mm-hmm. ways that you can go about presenting your company in different ways that, that solve problems and that answer questions that, you know, paying somebody to do SEO for the best local coffee shop is not really what you're after. Yeah.
2: It's not just about the copy on your website. To your point, when people are looking for SEO, wanting to boost their SEO, making Mm -hmm. air quotes, they (laughs) want to boost their SEO. That's totally valid that people want to rank higher. But like you said, they're usually probably looking for something bigger and they're looking for... A better performing website overall, and that's not usually about one thing. Yeah. Any good strategy has multiple components to Actual it.
1: Actual strategy for, for so you gave a bad example, I think, Larry, because you said local coffee shop. And I think a local coffee shop was gonna focus more on like local search. That's not a bad example. It's just different. Uh bye. Just <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> so like for that, like if I, if I'm a local coffee shop, what I would want to do is focus on reviews probably the main thing, what my local listing looks like. So when someone does search for coffee in Traverse City, Michigan, that there's 49 five-star reviews in the last month about about my coffee shop. And when you pull up the page, there's images of my coffee from other people in the front of the building, you know. I think that brings up a
0: two different ways of maybe what, maybe SEO isn't what they need then. So... Do you just want to make sure you have a presence when they type your brand's name in and Mm -hmm. maybe that's all you're looking for? Or is it, you know, what kind of going back to your first answer of like, what's your actual goal? You know, like is it just to get a couple customers to convert on your website and you think, oh, well, I just need more traffic. That's the only way to do it. When maybe you should be backing up from your goal. And it could probably be one of those two things, if I had to guess. If you're if you're just searching for SEO. You either want to be the first thing that comes up when someone types xx or x or you're looking for a bigger picture of oh well I'm not converting on my website so
1: yeah. SEO has to be the answer yeah. right Yeah. Increasing yep. increasing site visits is only going to do you so good if if it's not the right kind of traffic. Ooh. That's not going to help Slay. you. Slay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slay.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> Truth. <laughs>
0: cool. All right, let's get into the next question. All right, so this is a kind of an interesting question, I think. So how does web type? Oh, well, my God. Oh, my God, Larry.
1: Ah, uh, jeez. Okay, so
0: we have a pretty interesting question for our next one, and it's how does website design combined with SEO, uh, how is that critical for lead generation?
1: Ooh you're gonna take it
2: oh sure okay (laughs) don't fight over it guys please well let's say i gotta have a couple
1: of minutes to bs my answer so you go ahead.
2: okay so i'll go ahead i'm sure i'm sure you can Mm -hmm. ride the coattail somewhere
1: you got it Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-oh
2: that's what you have to do sometimes yeah it'll spark an idea it will uh yeah so i would say that let's say you've got You've seeing some success, you're rising up in the search results, but then people are clicking on the link to your site, a particular page to your site or whatever, and they get there and it's like they're hitting a wall, they're bouncing from it because they maybe are really confused so yeah. um, or they don't know what to do. They don't know if they got to the right place. The little snippet they read looked really enticing, but they get there. So the design is super important because we talk about a few things with our clients all the time. And two of those things are, one, clarity in your messaging. When you do get somebody to click on that link and get to your website, you want them to know right away they've, they're have they in the right place. They've come to the right place. Yeah. Then you also want them to know what they need to do next to find the information they were looking for or whatever it is, um, you know, they – They're looking for something. Clearly, they're on a mission. So Mm -hmm. you've got to basically, once they get there, take them by the hand and show them exactly where to go to get it. Otherwise, they're like, I don't know what this is. I
0: think that's a great answer. And like maybe people, SEO should maybe be the last thing you're doing. You need a great website in place first before you can, you know, if they get there and it's a white page with black text, they're not going to stay long, you know. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it has to look nice. Yeah. I think it boils down to user experience. Mm. User experience is really key for me. And you, mm-hmm. you just nailed it actually. So you're talking about like, what do they have to do next? So you really have to think through the layout and, and the organization of how the site needs to flow. Something that, that I think we do pretty well here is, is um, talking with our clients about what, like making a list of the problems that they solve or a list of the frequently asked questions that they get. Mm-hmm. Because odds are if someone's going to ask you that question or if someone has that problem, There's a million other people who are going to ask that same question or want to solve that same problem. Is there a car alarm going off right now? Yeah, it's very timely. Apologize if that's coming in on the recording. No, it's okay. (laughs) And so I think, like, thinking through that, like those, rather than saying like best website company Traverse City, which is like sure a search I'd love to show up for, and I'm sure we do, but um, you know, thinking through like how are we actually solving lead generation problems is far more important. Mm-hmm. Far more critical to that. So if someone's going to do a search for a problem that they have, you want to make sure that you have the solution that's offered in there. And when they get to your website, guess what? It's clearly mapped out with calls to action so that you can capture that lead once they hit your website, that you know what page they're going to next, and that you have... Did a glass just I break? So, I didn't I know, know
0: if we were going to oh go Oh my that gosh. Yeah. Um, all right. We, wow. I feel like we can't
1: just... So there's a, a restaurant
0: below us. And that was uh, awesome. No,
2: we are in it. We are in a bad neighborhood. Let's face it.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Car alarms, breaking glass, people screaming in the back.
0: If this is your first JK. episode, you're like, "Where the heck is WebKit? What is yeah. Traverse City?" <laughs> Traverse City, don't come <laughs> that here. That is a scary place. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's a great brewery and restaurant downstairs. Yeah. And sometimes they break like, the glass. Sounds like there's and they also listen to gangster rap music.
0: Yeah, I think they the turned it off right when we started recording. So thanks, guys. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Down there, I'm <laughs> sure they're listening. Yeah. <laughs> well, you. guys, I feel like we're on a roll. Can I ask more questions? Please, sure. Yeah. Ask. All right. Great. I'm waiting. Still. Awesome. I'm ready. Fire away. So this one is pretty open ended, but I think you guys might have good insight for it. Did this one come from the Facebook audience? Yeah, this one came from our our fans. Okay. All of our fans. <laughs> All right. It says, "What makes a good website layout?" And I know that's a little open-ended. So let's just say, like, if you were to do a website today for, let's just say, like a a SaaS company or or an app or startup, what were the key pages that
1: you would start with? We get asked this question all the time. So I would start with the home. Start with the homepage. (laughs) Jinx. (laughs) (laughs) I would do homepage.
2: I would start with a homepage. What would be, okay, would wait, do, wait, 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 um, I'm sorry, I'm
0: going to back, what's your Mount Nav bar?
2: What? <laughs> well, I was so, going to say, yes. So instead of like your Mount okay.
0: Rushmore, it's like, what's your Mount Rushmore <laughs> Nav Larry. bar?
2: Mount, Mount Nav bar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so when you're on the home page, the things that you're going to probably want to be able to na- nav to pretty quickly yeah. are going to be some sort of either products or solutions page, A resource page or blog, if you don't have other resources, Mm -hmm. but some sort of resource page, pricing, and then a call to action of some kind for requesting a demo or something Mm -hmm. like that. Those would be my like bare bones.
1: I I forget the resource. I think it was the Next Web, maybe. Some article that said like within two seconds, every user is trying to figure out how much you cost. Mm. So, like, the pricing page is always the second most click. If, if there is a pricing page, it will always be the second most click page on the site next mm-hmm. to the home page.
2: It's a conversation we've had with a lot of clients also pricing because yeah. they don't want to give people sticker shock. People
1: are so afraid to I, show what they charge. But you like, need
2: to know if I'm looking for a tool, I really need to know if it's $50 a month, $500 a month. The difference between those two things are, you know for mm. a lot of especially like businesses starting out that's a i can totally do this or there's no way that's in the budget right yeah. now so if you're talking about something that's 50 bucks a month versus a five thousand dollar service like let people know right away you're wasting their
0: time if you don't yeah. if you if that's yeah. not one of the, you, if you keep, oh i'm hyper oh man <laughs> oh, so fired up if, right you, if you if you don't like right away let people <laughs> know and they what if they spend all this time researching you they're like oh actually this is pretty interesting and then you make them go on a demo or something and you do all mm-hmm. of that and they don't, they finally give it's you the, the price worst. and, oh, yeah. I'd be livid. Yeah. Well, especially and you're because, invested
2: now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if they do have that sort of sticker shock, then they probably aren't your target anyway because yes. they can't afford it. So you don't want to try to bamboozle people into thinking... That you know what I mean? Like if they don't already see the value and aren't looking for that, or if they literally don't have the budget, there's a value question, but there is a budget question, especially for small businesses. They Mm -hmm. just aren't going to spend that much money on certain things. I got
1: that way about in the world of website design is obviously like priced all over the place. You can you can buy a five hundred dollar website, hell, you can buy a twenty dollar website, you can buy a fifty thousand dollar website and Mm -hmm. up. And so like there's really no way to identify without knowing more information, what that website's going to be and the provider and who's doing is a DIY thing. And I had, had an awakening to that. Uh, gosh, like right after we got into HubSpot and I priced out my first, what I thought was like my first big website. And it was like (laughs) $8,000 and we do websites. Like we, we, of course we still do $8,000 websites, but we, I mean, we have $50,000 sites in our office and they just, they're all over the place. And I remember putting a fee and being so nervous, like, oh my God, I'm going to yeah. lose this because I'm asking too much money, but I don't think I can do it any cheaper. I'm so nervous. And so I gave him the fee of $8,000 and we won the project right away because the guy's like, you were far <laughs> away, way cheaper than everybody else that submitted. And You're I was like, like oh, what? Shoot. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: way cheaper. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Pricing. Though. You have pricing. to share your pricing.
0: Um, I think we got off on a tangent though. Do you have a different Mountain Nav bar?
1: Ah, uh, I'm I'm a big stickler for simple. Yeah. I think if you, the the more simplified the better. Raquel and I are pretty much on the same page. Mm-hmm. Like I one thing I've been really getting into lately is about us pages. Mm-hmm. I think that's the yeah. only thing that I might have added. Yeah. yeah. yeah
2: I agree. If I was going to add one more, that'd be it. But yeah. if mm-hmm. I were
1: if I were simplifying it, I think that'd be the first I'd cut out, you know? So I don't know, mm-hmm. it depends on the purpose. Like we have this sure. conversation with a lot of SaaS companies um, like a lot of SaaS companies need to show that they're not a fly by night company, that they're not going to disappear sure. because especially if you're so many of the, the clients we work with are selling enterprise level. And so they're selling, you know, twelve hundred, twenty four hundred $2,400 a month software. And the last thing you want to do as a business is make this investment to this, you know, $20,000 thing you're going to spend over the next year. And that company's gone, it just disappears because it's a two person startup and mm-hmm. you know someone's basement, and then they get both get jobs and they're both gone now and so like that you have no support then The other thing is like I, there's a lot of trends in understanding um, that this company is it, uh, a us based company if that's really mm-hmm. important to a lot of people. the last thing you want to do is hire some companies you're never going to get a hold of because they all live in you know some part of Africa that you you know there's no way to reach it um mm-hmm. and so another thing is investors to show that you're having like legitimately backed business right so that you have people who are actually supporting this business and going to help it grow and it's not just you know me just on a whim trying to make it happen
2: I'm well, not, oh yeah go one other thing I would add to that is just the personal quality of it sometimes it is nice to just actually see the faces of the people that you're going to work with
1: yeah mm-hmm.
2: I mean It depends on the size of the team. You can't always include everyone. But I would say that having actual people from the company a little something uh, that makes it just feel like a little more of a personal connection, just seeing faces and names on a page somewhere helps with that. And people feel a little more connected to you. That's especially true
1: for service based businesses. Mm -hmm. Right.
0: And one more thing on scaling too showing what you are and who you are, you can then find more people who want to work with you too yeah. as far as like employees growing your business that Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Yeah. We didn't even
1: talk about that. Like the culture of mm-hmm. the company is huge and it's competitive, especially in the tech world. Like there's so many more tech jobs and there are people who want jobs in the tech industry. You have to like, to get a developer right yeah. Yeah. yeah especially one that knows like a specific coding language totally you need this crazy you know c++ crazy stuff like it's probably not crazy i don't know but <laughs> there's now c++ plus and it's it's yeah. nuts seven c's plus um yeah and then they can just name their price and it's so competitive but you have to make your company want to be attractive you want to bring the right people the right talent yeah. Good stuff, guys. I'll add another thing to that. And when you and I were exploring, Larry, some other about us pages from, I think there were some other service-based businesses that we were looking at. Um, and and I really like the aspect of companies that showed why you're looking at their about us page. So like, mm. you're probably looking at my about page because I oh. solve these kind of problems. And these are the kind of clients that work with me. Um, so it's very personal. It's not just like a general you know whitewash of a business
2: yeah so uh, i'll just add one more thing as well the only reason that i you know will sometimes not like an about us page this is from any kind of company is that if they're too focused just on the company you know you want to show some personality you want to show the people that are there but i still think you have to focus it on the problems that you're solving Mm -hmm. and the audience that you work with because what happens when you get to an about us page when you start getting into like for 48 years we've da 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 and we do this and we da da and it's just all I mean I'm not saying there's not a place for that of course you want to have show your accomplishments and you know all those kinds of things and that you have a legacy and that's all great but when you get to a page that just it's it is about us but it's about Us, how we help you.
1: Yeah, how would you go about writing content for an about us page? So, if a company was going to ask you a question about, I just never wrote written a bio. I don't really know what we should say. What where would you tell them to start?
2: When it comes to bios, I like the bios that have a little more personality in them. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear about somebody's college credentials. I want to hear something about you or what makes you unique about the job that you do or the role that you have at that company. Um, you know, i was yeah, like the random facts, maybe something with like a little bit of humor or like a favorite this or that, you know, something that actually shows the personality of someone mm-hmm. um, or, you know, something that speaks. what about. To what do you thought. think of the
0: length? Is it like, I mean, short. I've seen. So, right. OK, good. That's what I was hoping you're saying. But I was <laughs> <Just> like, <short. laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't have the like if I really, really am diving deep, I, I'll read it. But. If I'm just trying to learn about your company, I want to sh- like almost bullet points of like what mm. I need to know.
1: Yeah.
0: No one's going there to just like dive
1: deep yeah. into that.
2: I'm also, I'm not really looking for someone's credentials and, yeah. um, you know, degree letters. And, yeah. And I don't stuff care like you know about what, what I mean? they
1: got in their chemistry class in college. Doesn't, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. What, I have another follow up question to that. What about, uh, we get a lot of discussion around um, vision and mission statements on About Pages. Is there a place for that? Uh, That used to be like the go-to for everybody's about page was here's our corporate mission.
0: Is it maybe overrated or do you like it? We should prefer Raquel. Raquel does content here. So it's not like we're just putting her on blast. (laughs) It's like, what do you got, Raquel? She probably has the the best insight. It's not just like, and then Raquel also, what are you doing like (laughs) right now? What are
2: you doing in five minutes? (laughs) Yes. Uh, I would say if you... Feel really motivated to share a mission statement on your About Us page is the place to do it. I think what's more important is really clear homepage messaging, which should essentially translate what your mission statement is. But you're talking about it in a way that shows how you're able to help your audience. Mm -hmm. So if your mission is, if our mission is to get good leads for people, we can talk about that as a mission statement on our About Us yeah. page, but what's more important is showing people right up front on the homepage having some sort of messaging that lets them yeah. know that's what we're here it's to like help make, you do. Make that your, is our mission.
0: Make your mission resonate with them without having to read, this is our mission yeah, statement. Right. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they should just, a good website, I'd argue, you just know because you read yeah. it within the first five seconds of landing exactly. what this company yeah. does and why they do
1: it. Agree. You know what this sounds like, Larry? Oh, boy. Uh, I think we need to make a template an about us page template oh. as a mm. downloadable resource. Yeah, That's a great idea. Just like a checklist, maybe, but mm-hmm. it could be in a spreadsheet. Coming cool. soon. Yeah. I like it.
0: Bug canopy me. Studio.com. Bug me if you're listening and you want that document, bug me and I'll I'll make sure it's made. <laughs> Larry.
2: Larry at webcanopystudio.com.
0: Yep. Larry I check it at least once a week. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, we really sidetracked off of ST. I know, there. but I think it, it was good. good stuff,
0: guys. What do you, how do you guys feel? Anything else left on your chest before we call this a podcast?
1: I feel pretty good.
2: I feel good. Does this
1: podcast make me look fat? Ooh. <laughs> no, I think
2: I we're think good. It's okay. <laughs> that was my question. Oh, my bad. You guys. All okay. right, guys. Thanks
0: for coming in. I appreciate it. You got it. Thank Thank you. Bye. bye.